pull up a seat, snuggle with your dog, cuddle with your kitty, put on your headphones as you nuzzle with your horse. You found Dr. Andy's World Radio Show. This show is for those interested in empowerment, empowering you to know what you know about your animals, the world, and everything in between. Now, here's the host of the Dr. Andy's World Radio Show, animal facilitator, Dr. Andy Harper. Hello, 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 and welcome um, to Dr. Andy's World on Inspired Choices Network. I'm so grateful you all are listening in today. It is December 7th, Friday, um, and we're going to talk about all about when does your dog need a neurologist. So I am Dr. Andy. You're under Andy's world, and I'm a life coach to the animals. Um, and what if everyone needs a life coach? including your pets. After all, they do live with you. Um, and as my self um, has evolved, I, I am an animal, certified animal chiropractor. I'm a certified facilitator with active consciousness, and I'm a doctor of chiropractic. So lots of words um, and 15 years of talking with the animals. So how does it get even better than that? Um, so we kind of quickly went through what I am, what I am not is a veterinarian. So anything in the show is just an interesting point of view. It is not to be mistaken for care or advice. So please talk to your holistic vet if you have any further questions about what is going on with your animal. So let's get going today. Like I said, we're gonna we're gonna talk all about when does your dog need a neurologist? Well, the easy answer is when your primary vet recommends you see a neurologist for your dog. Um, so you make the appointment, and then what this show is going to be about is the then what. Um, we'll go over maybe some expectations, um, what questions to ask, um, what other options may or may not be offered, um, just how much it could cost um, if you choose to go down um, that journey with your animal. Um, and then we'll have some energetic clearing like we usually do around this joint. And that um, clearing statement, if you're not familiar, the right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine boys and beyonds, is from Access Consciousness. And you can go to theclearingstatement.com if you'd like more information. You can also get a crap ton of more information at accessconsciousness.com. As for today's show, if you want to come play with me today, there are two ways. You can join us in the chat room by going to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. On the home page along the top, click on chat room and then follow those directions. Um, you'll get a little bit of a behind-the-scenes look at um, what my producer and I are up to. And you can participate there with your comments and questions. And that way you don't have to talk on the air. Um, but for the rest of you that don't mind speaking up and being heard, you can call in in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or in Canada 613-800-8736. Or you can always Skype in at Inspired Choices Network. And then always if something comes up later, you have a question about what I did talk about on the show. Um, if you're listening to the show at a later time, didn't catch it live, you can always get a hold of me directly at accessdrandygmail.com. Okay, how does it get even better than that? This The show title um, came up in a recent uh, client I had. And I actually asked if we could talk about Opie on the air, and um, Mama said, sure. So a lot of this is just information that's, I guess, not easily offered up um, when your vet goes, you need to see a neurologist for this problem. Now, what does that problem even look like? So I'm going to go through what kind of happened with Opie, and that might give you an idea of what maybe you're going to be, you could be looking at at your animal if something changes in them. So Opie was, hmm, I forget how old he is, but he, you know, I think he was like 11 or 12. He's a bigger dog. He was like 65, 70 pounds. He was a Catahoula Doberman mix best guess, um, a really sweet boy. And mama contacted me, wanted to make appointment. I got back with her and then nothing. Okay, not all that unusual. And then she came back to me, I think maybe 
three, four weeks later, she's like, oh, we really need the appointment now. He had gotten better, so she didn't think she needed this. Um, so I, we made the appointment. It was a little bit more of an emergency basis at that point. Um, and I head over there, and they had gone to the vet the day before, and he was put on steroids. He was put on his own. Um, and he was feeling better by the time I saw him. So we talked about all of what could be what is considered a wrongness in this reality could be going wrong with their dog. And everywhere we assume it's a wrongness, can we create and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. And he was having neck pain. It started out as neck pain. Um, and he didn't really want to shake. And he really was having trouble with, you know, stairs. He wasn't really looking up. He was he was really, I think there was some crying. And, and all of that was really unusual for their dog. Um, by the time I got there the next day, that steroid had kicked in. So he was feeling better. And he he was always eating. And he was always mostly a happy guy. And so I go through everything. And there was really not a pain in the neck. There was some muscle spasm on the right side. But there was really a lot going on in the rear. And that first visit, I, and I, you know, I talked with mom and dad about it. You can't say which came first, the front end or the back end. And what I work on is what I find that day. So we, ran, you know, ran some energy work, some body processes from access, some adjustments, and he enjoyed all of it. I left, I think I came back a week later, and he was doing better. And they were continuing with the steroids. Um, and I'm not sure what what point we had the conversation um but i told them if things don't keep going in the direction they're going and if your vet recommended that you go see a neurologist this is what you're what to expect so veterinary medicine if if you are unaware is pretty much modeled after people medicine these days there is a specialist for everything there's an orthopedist there's a cardiologist there's an ophthalmologist there's dental specialist there's a neurologist there there's dermatology like it has separated itself out it's not you know dr little anymore who you know or um that the, the old time vet that traveled to all the farms had to know everything about all the animals it is it's not like that anymore that has changed over the years so there's specialties and if your dog is neurologic meaning um there's tripping in the rear, they're flipping their feet to the top of their foot and be able to flip it back on their own if they're just not walking, um, your primary veterinarian will most likely go, oh, okay, you need to go see the neurologist. Cool. Then what? And I told them if that's the if we don't continue the way we're going, and what would it take to continue progressing um, where he's feeling better and less steroids are required and he's still doing good and he's getting back to his old self, and for the neurologist, this is what that means. You will most likely walk in, neurologist will look at your dog and go, okay, I can't really tell you what's wrong with your dog. You will need an MRI. That's generally where they start these days. There's um, Because the advancements, so-called advancements in veterinary medicine they don't do a lot of exams anymore. There's not a lot of guessing anymore. There's not a lot. If this medication works, then this is what this means. Or if it doesn't work, this is what this means. They have diagnostics now. They can put them in an MRI and actually pinpoint what's going on, which is way cool. And you say, well, so what's the problem with that? Well, there's not a problem with that. But what you need to be aware of is once they go in that MRI, they are prepped and ready to go into surgery instantaneously after that MRI when they find the problem. Everything that brings up times a gazillion can you create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. And what is interesting is they will not tell you that. The vast majority of neurologists and neurologists offices will just tell you we're going to set you up for the MRI. But I want everybody to aware that that animal is, has to be put under. They have to be put under anesthesia. They will not hold still an MRI. People can be told to hold still, right? Obviously, duh. Dogs, they hold still in the MRI. So they have to be knocked out. So they're going to be anesthetized. And so there are 
it's a little bit we're going to hang out a little bit more in this reality today in this part of the show and so there are regulations that they all have to follow and can't put the animal under and then have reschedule surgery in the day or and put them back under it's too hard on their system so the regulations are they have to be put down they find out what's wrong on the mri because they are projecting they are expecting they are assuming there will be something on that mri that they can surgically fix everything that brings up times a godzillion can you create and destroy it all right wrong good bad pile nine boy shorts and beyonds um, and they will go directly into surgery so that price that they quote for the MRI, which here in Colorado is about $2,500, give or take. You are then looking at another approximately $5,000 for the surgery. And all of that that just got brought up in your unit is, can we uncreate and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, online, boy, shorts, and beyond. And I put numbers to this not to send you into a beyond, which all the beyonds, that beyond of those price tags that you went to, can we create and destroy it all? Right, wrong, God, pod, pod, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyonds. I want you to be completely aware of, so you can, well, where I always start, ask your animal what they would like, um, and make a choice. And not just walk in, not have any idea what you're walking into, them saying this and going along with it, um, and all those expectations of other people overriding all the choice that your animal could have. That's what this is. This is just information so you have choice. And you may have that young animal that is not walking, and you may choose to go this route. Awesome. How's it get even better than that? You, and now you have some extra information, so when you go in to see that neurologist, you can ask some more questions of them. So back to Opie. So he was getting better, getting better. I saw him a couple more times, and he went off the prednisone because he was doing really well, and about three days later, he was right back, if not worse. And mom's texting me, and we're discussing, and they're they're working with their veterinarian who, you know, actually, the my point of view, the right medications, the right points of view on how to you know, go through this process without jumping to um, all of the horrible conclusions that it could be um, that veterinary medicine loves to prey on the fear of it all. And everything that is times a gazillion can create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. So mom's texting me. We set up an appointment. He's actually doing worse. Um, she says something in the text about him tripping in the front and I knew he was coming in that evening, didn't have her elaborate. Um, and we were going to have, and he had actually gone to the neurologist already. So I was really interested to get that information that they had from him. Um, what was the next step with Opie? What were they going to choose? Um, and how this was all going to play out for him. Um, so why don't we go to break? Um, and that way we can come back and continue talking about Opie and how this all panned out and what more information I can um, share with you of how veterinary neurology works in this reality. You are listening to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with myself, Dr. Andy, on Inspired Choices Network. We will be right back. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado, check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's World a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 
13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question, always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? beingyouclass.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Dr. Andy on Dr. Andy's World Radio Show. If you do have a burning question or would just like to join in the conversation, we do make it easy around here on Inspired Choices Network. All you need to do is call in in the U.S. at 815-880-8255, in Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Um, it's a quick heads up. I'm currently offering all first-time clients a mini coaching call, Zoom, um, depending on your preference on that. It's 25 minutes for $25. This way you get to experience firsthand what it's like to work with me. Um, contact me today, email accessdrandy at gmail.com, and we'll get you on the schedule. I don't know how much longer I'll keep that in. Um, it's um, filling up pretty fast. Um, and those, those, that's a, that's a, a lot of uh, talking, <laughs> and I'm, I'm I'm okay with the talking, but that's a lot. So I would grab that before it goes away. I'm just saying. Um, so we are going to continue. We were talking about um, when your dog needs a neurologist, and we were talking about Opie, and we were at the point where he had gone to the neurologist. So I had a whole big conversation with mom and dad. So if you go to the neurologist, which he ended up having to do, be aware that you're going to go in, um, and they will go right to diagnostics. There's not a lot of exam going on because they don't, they don't have to anymore. They don't have to work that hard anymore. They don't have to do as much guessing. They have this fabulous machine called an MR that can look at everything um, real fast, real quick, um, and not not cheaply or inexpensively, but they can do it. So cool is that? Um, and it, what about X-rays? Well, X-rays remember. Yes, they're a lot less expensive, and there's probably different times that we'll talk about when x-rays are helpful, but they only show bones. And what Opie had going on where he had a lot of pain, well, he, didn't, he had a lot of tightness on his right side of his neck and pain in the rear. He actually didn't even have any pain in his neck. And we don't know. We can ask questions and... But he was also on medication that would mass that. So is he really pain-free or is it the medication? And the reason you do, my interesting point of view, when you have neck pain and your vet or you or your animal has told you or you isolated it to neck pain, my interesting point of view is they should always be put on steroids first because they are the only ones, they're the only prescription medicine that actually reduce inflammation in the spinal column. So steroids, prednisone, dexamethasone, or also known as dex, reduce that inflammation so you get a lot of information about what's going on. If they don't work, you don't have inflammation in the spinal column, or if they only work a little bit, you don't necessarily have inflammation in the spinal column. Um, and let me let me back up. Sorry about that. So. A lot of dogs are put on your 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 NSAIDs, right? Your your um, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, also known as Rimadyl, Vetprofen, Carprofen. Um, there's some other ones. There's Max. There's you know all of those. And if your dog is having neck pain and that's what your veterinarian chooses to put them on, 
and it doesn't work, then they can't be put on steroids for so many days after because you can't mix those medications. A lot of times when you're dealing with a neck, you may be dealing with a disc issue. And so why not just skip that in between and go right to the prednisone or the steroids? Because they're generally going to work. Now, if they don't even touch the neck pain, you most likely, along with other clinical symptoms and signs, and everywhere all of this is just going right over your head, and you don't know what I'm talking about, can we destroy all that? Times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pop, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. Um, then you may actually, that would indicate that surgery is required. And these, these are all, you could call them judgment calls, you can call them choices. Um, I always get the animal's input involved. Um, but if you're going through just a traditional veterinary path, on, I'm trying to give you information on what each step could look like for you. Um, and if you need to, just go back to this part of the show at another later time and listen to it again. And each time it should make a little bit more sense to you um, if you do require this information. Okay, so Opie comes, talked to mom. They went into the neurologist. They came to see me that evening. He is doing worse. He's still on, he's back on as much steroids. Um, he was on as much steroids as he was in the beginning. Um, and uh, and he's now tripping in the front. When your animal, namely a dog, um, horses have other neurological syndromes and diseases that could also cause tripping in the front. So we're going to talk about dogs today, and I talk about dogs most of the time. That is what I'm most comfortable with. Um, when they're tripping in the front and stumbling in the front, you they in in this reality, you have a very big issue that does need to be managed. And usually that is high enough in the spinal cord, usually the brainstem, because you're affecting all four limbs. Um, something lower in the in the neck would could make the back end stumble and not be steady. But to get all four limbs involved, you have something pretty high up in the cord. Um, and so I told mom and dad, I'm like, I'm so grateful you brought opiate because as a chiropractor, I don't see this. I have actually never seen it. So it was way cool. And okay, what, what does, what is required here? Um, so they came in, we, and they went through their visit and they were like, we're so grateful for all that information that we had an idea what this was going to cost. We knew that if they wanted to do an MRI that he was going to be prepped for surgery. Um, and we knew that they weren't going to offer any other kind of medication choices and to ask about that. Because um, that is, if your animal is in the neurologist's office and you haven't been put on steroids yet and you're still unsure or not financially able to do the MRI and then surgery, you ask ask your neurologist, ask your veterinary neurologist about doing steroid therapy first and have that conversation with them to see what their their points of view are, what their thoughts are, if it would even work for your animal. But it is something that is not necessarily offered up firsthand that you could ask about. Cool. Um, but he was already on that, so they did ask about it further, and there's a different steroid they could try. So they were going to go see their primary veterinarian the next day, and they were going to try that. But when they were there on Thursday, and I remember the day, as they were checking out and paying for that visit, they're like, okay, we have time tomorrow morning for that MRI. Like, And they went, no. And... and how much was projected at them that they were horrible, awful pet parents that they did not want to fix their dog as soon as they possibly could. Uh, and everything that is times a gazillion can you create destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. But they, and and I'll probably repeat it a million times on this show as we, as we go through, but what if you view everybody as Every veterinarian, no matter their specialty, is gathering information for your animal. 
So you and your animal can choose what will work for you. And so that's what they saw this visit as, was gathering information. And so we had a big, long talk, and they brought that up. Would be, you know, he's 11, 12, and we're going to probably spend $10,000 on him to do this. Would we be horrible parents if we didn't choose it? Yes or no? Right? Follow the lightness. Um, and I I didn't tell them. That was, they were going to have to look at it and choose it and talk about it. And so they, they chose to, to take the weekend, try different medication, and go from there. So what if just these, those three, that, bleh, I can talk, really? Hmm. Um, what if just gathering information and having a little bit of information of what this all means when you go into the office creates enough space to can take some space in this reality time to really look at it? Well, the medication didn't work, and by next week they did choose to go in and do surgery. He did have a disc something. I don't even know if they it protrusion, um, a disc issue. Um, I am blanking on the word that I want to use, but and it was at C1, so real high up in the neck, real high up in the cord, which was affecting those front limbs. So they went ahead and did the surgery. And my last check in with them, he was doing fabulous. So where you thought I was just going to bag on neuro neurologists and you should never go there and you should never have surgery. And we uncreate and destroy all that times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. Everywhere, um, you should always follow your neurologist's advice and always get the surgery because they know better than your animal. Can you uncreate and destroy all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. So Opie is... Back to, you know, what do they call that? Roaching on his back, you know, all four feet up. I'm sure there is um, a lot of restrictions and can't do this and can't do that. And, I mean, just getting through surgery is not the end of it because, actually, they do a fabulous job with surgery. Most of these neurologists are wonderful surgeons, and they know what they're doing if that's what you choose. And... You have a lot to get through after surgery, usually an 8 to 12-week regimen of you know, stairs and kennel and leash walk. And that's another factor to look at is what's the recovery. Everyone gets stops at surgery. Yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> My producer's like, did you mean herniated disc? I'm like, yes. I'm like, what word is that? I know this word, right? Oh my goodness, you, yes, his, yes, C, his C1 disc herniated. Uh -huh. Oh my goodness, extra blonde today. Um, and they clean that up and fix that up. Anyway, um, where, now I'm all. Oh my gosh, I'm all discombobulated. I hate it when I'm blonde. How much? fun can we have with that? All right. I'm going to pull my act together, maybe a little bit, probably not. Nah, I'm just going to give it up. And we're going to go to break. Um, and we'll just come on back to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show on Inspired Choices Network, and we will continue with recovery. <laughs> Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado. Check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's World a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? 
Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, welcome back. You are listening to Dr. Andy's World with myself, Dr. Andy, on the Inspired Choices Network. I am here every Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific. Or you can catch me on, like, all over the place, any other time or day. Whatever works for you. Check out iTunes and Google Play and Spreaker and Stitcher and Art Radio and SoundCloud and it's amazing, amazing. Um, just search Dr. Andy's World. You can always catch me later. Um, right now, coaching intensives um, across the world are in creation. Um, keep an eye out for as those are developed and put up on my website at accessdrandy.com, or you can always email me directly about that, accessdrandy at gmail.com. Uh, coming up soon... I am I am located in Golden, Colorado, which is in the western suburbs of Denver in the U.S. And on the 15th of this month, I am launching What Selling Animals as Your Business. So I'm calling all dog groomers and dog trainers and dog communicators and whatever your dog, dog walkers, dog businesses, um, to come check it out. Um, contact me at 10 a.m. on next Saturday, I think that is, um, at my home office. And we're going to grow your business using the access tools and what you already know about dogs and how cool would that be. Um, that's about all we got. Up, Of course, we've got the holidays here in the U.S. and the new year is just about on its way. How cool is that? Okay. Um, we were talking about recovery. So, Opie... Yes, that was the other conversation, you know, mom and, and, and dad, before they decided to go to surgery, okay, there's a price tag on this, and they're looking at 7500 to $10,000. Um, some doggy insurances do cover that. Um, so, <laughs> so there is insurance now <laughs> for dogs, for cats, for, I believe, I don't even know, maybe horses. Um, I'm not that familiar with that, but there is insurance for dogs and cats, so you can check, just Google that, and there's so many that will come up, and maybe there's a plan there. And some people have had all of all of this cost covered by their insurance companies. And there is restrictions that apply and um, uh, so on and so forth. But we also talked about recovery, because not only did they have them through surgery, they had to pay that bill, then they had, I think, eight, eight weeks of pretty much mental rest. Um, and they lived in this typical Denver um, condo, which is like stairs to everywhere, stairs. It was built like straight up, no yard, which he wasn't going to be able to use anyway, but stairs to go in, stairs to go out, stairs to, oh, my goodness. And so that was what they were looking at. But like I said, they went ahead and went ahead with the surgery. So are you capable of, not capable, yeah, capable of the recovery period too. What if you take all of it into account for you and your animal and what's gonna work for everybody um, before you walk and have this information before you walk in the door? That was kind of what I, I wanted to get out there today. And I had a, a, a question here in the chat room. Let me find it real quick. Um, oh, to the effect of how do you know if the animal's in pain? That's a great question. I, I know. 
but oh wait, that's what I deal with day in and day out. You may not know. And actually, if we go back to Opie, he actually where his problem was, if you remember the whole whole story, and I'm rambling on about it, he actually wasn't painful at the spot of that herniated disc. And lots of times with animals, where the neurological disruption is, a herniated disc, a compressed nerve, yada, 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 there isn't any pain. Um, but how do you know if there is pain? Well, I get my hands on the animals. I can find pain. I know what generally shouldn't hurt and what generally should hurt if that's kind of what they got going. And I don't know if I could ever put words to that for you. But any kind of limping, if your animal is limping, there is pain. Even if that lay, that that lameness, that limping goes away on a walk. Because a lot of things go away with adrenaline in animals. A lot of things, it just does. I rarely actually um, ever see what mom and dad are seeing at home. Because when they come in to see me, their adrenaline goes up. Right, they get a little like, "What's going to happen here?" Or they get excited because they get to come see me. It's a combination of both things going on. But if they're limping, there's pain. That's it. Oh, they're only doing it a little bit. Oh, they still want to go for walks. Yeah, ants are cute, not bright, and generally, pain in the rear, being in the rear, they. Their point of view is generally, well, just lop off that limb and I can go. It's fine. But when there's pain up front, oh, my goodness, um, they they act like they're dying. Act like they are dying. Um, and they carry more weight up front. They carry 60% when they're young, up front 40 in the rear. And as they age, that goes up. I mean, some senior dogs have 80, 90% of their weight on their front. Rears are just going along for the ride. They're not even working anymore. Um, and they're moving. But there's not weight back there. Um, and if that's kind of confusing to you, and how could that possibly be? Can we create just all right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. Um, but anywho, so having trouble struggling to up from a sitting position or a lying position. Generally, there's pain. Won't jump in the car, won't get on the bed, but on the couch, there's pain. Um, excess panting, there's pain. Uh, won't want to move, like won't circle in one direction, only go the other way. Generally, pain. When they could do it both ways. And and they're always, they always have a dominance, just like us. And the vast majority of dogs are right-handed dominant like us, so they tend to go to them more often. Um, they'll only lay on one side. There's pain. So there's a lot of things that actually are very similar to us when we hurt. Um, back to neck pain really quick. Um, this is a very typical story I hear from clients. Typical, not always. There's never an always, there's <laughs> never, <laughs> there's never an always and there's never a never. Um, anybody can do anything. Um, neck pain tends to show up between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. and the dog starts screaming in the middle of the night. Scares the ever-loving crap out of owners. They take their dog, they rush them to the ER, right? Who wouldn't? And the ER goes, oh, yeah, here's some pills to your regular vet in the morning. And you're, and most owners are like, how, how could they be screaming like this? And, oh, my goodness. And, and you're just sending me back home. Or they send them to the neurologist the next morning. The neurologist wants to do an MRI and, okay, scares the crap out of the owners even more. And and all those beyonds that occur when you have a lack of information. You have all these other people that look like they should know more than you, do know more than you, but do they really? And do they know your animal better than you do? So when in doubt, just take a breath. Because um, there has been a lot of times that has occurred, and they and the owners did go to the neurologist, they did do the MRI, and actually nothing came up. Because that it, there's not always something on that MRI. And with neck pain and muscle spasms, they muscle spasms in the neck 
can be debilitating to these animals. And there can be screaming and there could be not moving and they're shaking and panting. And it's, it's frightening when you see all that in your animal. Um, but I, then they call me and I go, I don't want to dismiss what y'all just went through. But just bring the dog in. This I can this. Chiropractic can change this. Energy work can change this. Just us talking about this can change this. Right? Ha. Huh. Um, so there's a whole rainbow of what is possible. And as long as you keep in mind, no one knows your animal better than you do. And you ask question after question after question and gather all the information you can gather before you choose. How can it turn? How can it be any better than that? Um, so and kind of this pain. Um, this like how do you know if there's pain? Um, pretty much whenever a vet. I'm, we're going to kind of transition into a little bit of what is your veterinarian's agenda. This, you probably have picked up on it along the whole show, but what is your vet's agenda? And like I mentioned, veterinary medicine models people medicine, right? What is people's, what is your regular medical doctor's agenda? Right? Okay, cool. So what is your vet's agenda? If they see limping, the dog's in pain, we need to give you a pill to get them out of pain. Pain is never allowed. Well, what if that's actually beneficial to your body? It might be a whole other show in itself. But your vet's agenda is diagnosis. We need to know exactly what the problem is because what what would that diagnosis actually um get you oh i know it gets you a name and it gets you a point of view and an ex- a projection and an expectation that locks in that this must be the problem that your animal is dealing with everything that is times a godzillion can you create and destroy it all right wrong good bad pod pock all nine boy shorts and beyonds so my point of view is I actually give a rat's ass what that diagnosis is. Can we change it? That's all. I, that's all. That's what I look at. Can we change this? And how would you like to change this? Yes, you can give a pill. And what if there's anything and everything is required at some point? And what if consciousness includes everything, right? And judges nothing. So what would you and your animal like to do? But an actual diagnosis meh, meh, can we change it? That's just my interesting point of view. A lot of you might be going, oh, my God, but we need to know what's wrong. Do you really? Or can we change it? Isn't What's more important, the need to know, or can you change it? And how do you change it? <laughs> and Every one of my clients, and every time I talk to somebody about that, that stops them in their tracks because that is not something that is normal and regular in this reality, especially in the medical community, be it veterinarian or people. The diagnosis is paramount, right? And then they use their surgical tools or these pills to fix it. Never once do they ask the body what else it would like, what else is possible here. Is this even a problem? Great question to ask with your animal. What if they have something, but is it a problem for them? Yes or no? Cool. Would you like something done about this? Yes or no? Yes, no. Okay, yes. What would you like? And wait for that awareness to show up from them. How much fun is so always keep in mind when you go to your veterinarian what their agenda is. This is what's wrong. This is what we have to fix it. That's it. That's all they're interested in. I'm afraid they're, they they may be sweet. You may adore them. They'd be helpful in many situations. And that is what they are taught. That's what they have bought into. What is this? And what can I give you to fix it? Cool. 
how awesome is that? Um, we are going to go to a final break. We're going to come back, talk a little bit more about your veterinarian's agenda, and then we're going to talk about little wiener dogs because um, they love going to the neurologist, and we will discuss why it is. Um, you are listening to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with myself, Dr. Andy, on Inspired Choice Network. I am here every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern. We will be right back. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado. Check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's world a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. You are listening to Dr. Andy's World with myself, Dr. Andy, on Inspired Choices Network. And we are just finishing up all about when your dog may need a neurologist or some variation of that title. It's funny. I I thoroughly um, enjoy these shows because really I had no idea I had this much to talk about about this. That this would be just a little bit and then we'd move into other stuff. So I can't believe we're actually at the end of the show. We're still talking about going to the neurologist. Um, we were talking about what your vet's agenda is. So what's your your veterinary neurologist agenda? Find the problem and surgically fix it. That's what they're going to offer. So if you want other options, you're going to have to speak up and ask them questions and get the information out of them. Or Find somebody that has that information. If you know there's other information out there, find that person. Ask your animal to bring you to that person. Ask them to bring that person person to them. However, get your dog involved. Put them in charge of helping you find that information or that person that has that information. But ask the questions. Um, so a little, I'm going to, I don't say this breed's name correctly, so I apologize. Um, the Dotsons. I know it's not a car, but or the Dutch Hans, or we're just going to call them little wiener dogs. You know those little cute little things? They have no legs, really long body, look like a hot dog, a wiener dog. Cool. They, they oh my gosh, all these frictions, expectations, separation, judgments, and rejections placed on them on being long-backed dogs that like to paralyze themselves and have disc issues. Can we uncreate and destroy all that? Times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, mind, boy, shorts, and beyonds. And they do. Usual story in this reality. I went to work. I came back. Their back legs aren't working. Swear these little dogs do that. 
not a lot, no time anybody knows about, no this that anybody knows about. Is it a disc? Is it not? Can, can chiropractic fix this? Okay. This is what I, this is what I have found to be, found, found, found to be true for me in this reality in the last 14 years. If that little dog can still hold its bladder and, and can go outside, you can stand it up even if the little legs aren't working and it'll pee, body work will help. If they either you have to express the bladder because they can't pee on their own or they're just peeing on themselves because they can't hold it, that is generally a surgical issue that needs to be fixed. And everywhere in all those points of view that we've been about any of what just came out of my mouth, can we uncreate and destroy it all? Right, wrong, God, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyonds. But that seems to be the line in the sand with those little guys. And I just had a little guy come in, and the first question, uh, yeah, first three questions. Did they see the vet? Did they get put on steroids? And are they be, are they able to pee on their own? And I'll describe what I'm looking for. If it's yes, yes, and yes, I'm like, go bring them in in a couple days. And and with this little guy that came in, he was a little black and white speckled guy. He was 12. It worked like a charm. He is now back walking. He's still a little wobbly. He's decreasing the prednisone. He most likely, you know, what will it take to continue on that path? You know, if they contact me and, you know, they can't hold their urine, this is what's going on. I I actually generally, currently in this reality, um, that that's a surgical option and or euthanasia of that animal. And that's also a question and a conversation you can have with your animal, what they would like to do on that. And it'll work for you because you've got to take care of that dog. You've got to do the recovery. And just in this reality, surgery is not a guarantee. And everywhere that surgery, you bought that surgery is a guarantee that it will fix whatever problem you deem needing to be fixed. Can we uncreate and destroy all that? Time's a godzillion. Right on good, bad, pod, puck, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. Oh my goodness, that's a lot of information. You may need listen to the show again. Um, you should see my the clients that come in to see me and I spew all that out at them too in an hour and the, you know, their eyeballs are rolling in the back of their head. Um, <laughs> um and they come back and ask I always say you can come back and be questions. So you can always come back, listen to the show again. You know, you can send me some questions at drandy at gmail.com. Um, I, I kind of enjoy talking about all this stuff. So we are nearing the end. I'll be back next Friday on Inspired Choices Network, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we are going to talk about, talk all about three easy steps to better animal communication. So I mentioned it throughout this show and all shows, but we're going to go through three easy things. And how you can start to play with your animal and how you can change everything in your relationship. Um, how you can fix up the miscommunication that may be going on and situations and change behaviors. So until next week, how much fun. Thank you, you for choosing to listen animal. to Dr. Andy's World. Dr. Andy will return next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until next time, how different are you willing to be with your animals, the planet, and your